I'm Alexis Alexander, and this is The Off-Duty Diplomat, a podcast about the 10 years I spent working for the U.S. Department of State. Welcome back to The Off-Duty Diplomat. Last episode, I told you about how I learned to conduct visa interviews as part of my diplomatic assignment at the U.S. Consulate in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. I discussed the process that the applicants go through to get to the interview, and I discussed some of the legal basics underlying the visa process. This episode, Fallon is back, and we're going to play one final game. This time, Fallon is going to be a visa adjudicator, and I'm going to give her four non-immigrant visa applicants and four immigrant visa applicants to approve or deny. Play along and see if you can guess. Another game. Oh, shit. These <laughs> <laughs> games are getting worse and worse. I don't like these games. Oh, I mean, this one, I think this one. This is the Hunger Games. What the? <laughs> <laughs> this one actually shouldn't be that different. Who said this was going to be fun? It is kind of fun. The first one. I'm having, I'm, no, I'm having great fun. This is fun. This is fine. Uh, okay, so the third game is called Visa or No Visa. Ooh. And I'm in the deal or no deal style, do we have the ladies with the suitcases? If only. If only if there only. was some actual cash involved. I would love that. No. Uh, <laughs> even though I made... I believe I I did the math once and I think I made the government like $1.2 million during my two years on the visa line because as you pointed out, costs money and the Mm -hmm. waivers cost money. And between Mm -hmm. doing 120 non-immigrant visa interviews a day and 40 on average immigrant visas a day, I made the government a crap ton of money, but no, I did not get any of that. So Mm -hmm. I pay his commission. Let's change that. Let's start lobbying or something. I mean, they definitely need different financial incentives for the modern world, but that is a different part of this conversation. The game is visa or no visa. So I've given you four non-immigrant visa profiles and four (laughs) immigrant visa profiles. And I would like you to tell me who gets the visa and who does not get the visa. So where do you want to start? Immigrant or non-immigrant? Okay. Ready. So I'm I'm looking, I'm reading this. I have I have a document. I'm gonna read it. So okay. the non-immigrant visa. Am I reading this? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Non-immigrant visa. Boom. So 21-year-old student with no job wants to get to Whataburger. Yeah, that's his reason for travel is going to going to Whataburger. West. Okay. So I'm in Juarez. I'm trying to come on over to Texas, Texas or somewhere else. I'm biased because we in Texas. I say visa. You are correct. Ooh, all right. Come on, 21-year-old. Well, technically, it's a depends, but I'm going to say you're correct because you said he was, he went since he had Juarez. So if this had showed up in the window in Juarez, I would have considered this a reasonable issuance. Okay. Well, can we assume Juarez for all of these or should I not? They're not, they're, they can't all be Juarez. They can't. Okay. Well, so they can't. As- from Juarez. Some of them are interviewing at Juarez, but you can interview at a consulate that's not where you live. 
But I guess for the sake of this and my brain and the way that it works, I'm assuming that I am at the window in Juarez. Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you. I just needed that clarity because otherwise everything would have fallen apart. Okay. If you had been that student at the window in Mexico City, there's probably no way you would have gotten that visa. No, because Mexico City is way deep. Like, child, the devil is alive. What you trying to do? Also, I'm judging the Whataburger choice. What's on the Whataburger? You know I'm anti. I'm sorry. Wow. Honestly, there's a lot of reasons why people are going to cuss me out, but I don't care. I don't like it. I, I said what I said. It's, um, another, it's, another, uh, it's another podcast also. That's fine. Come for me. Didn't send for you, but come on. Um, 80-year-old lady, four kids, three live in the U.S., had never had a visa. All right, I'm going to talk you through my logic because I have to. We don't have an age limit. Right. So she's 80, but that's not that does not preclude the thing. Mm-hmm. She is a parent of three children who live in the U.S., but we don't know their citizenship status, but we know they live there. I feel like if I'm looking through her file, I would be curious about their status citizen. Like it would be something I would peek at. She's never had a visa, but also that kind of makes sense. Like, hey, late. First of all, you 80. So you chilling. You probably good. You know, you, you, abuela, you ain't trying to do all that moving. And my assumption would be like, she's just trying to go see her kids. So I would say, I would say, yeah. Also, child, you old. What you going to do? You ain't going to get into that. You old. Go ahead. Go ahead, lady. Uh, you are correct. I would give this lady a visa. I would have given her a visa in the window in Juarez. We actually did a validation study of the people who we'd issued over a certain age limit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they turned out to be some of the best users of their visas of any category. Honestly, yeah. I'm like, I think about my grandma. Like, my grandma, she's not 80, but like, child, she ain't doing nothing. She gonna come to the house, gonna clean up, cook some food, hang out with my friends, get on my nerves a little bit. We love her. But harmless. Not a threat. That is a lady I would have given a visa. No Honestly, problem. I might want to hang out with her. She sounds cool. Who knows? Um, okay. 31-year-old business owner makes 35K a year, married to kids. Hmm. So again, age not preclusive, business owner, what kind of business you own? 35,000 a year. Okay. Why does that even matter? Uh, all right. Uh, see, this fact pattern messes me up because I'm just like, what does the money have to do with it? And I have more questions, like what kind of business, who you married to, and what is your spouse's situation? Are they with you or not? Nah? Show you what you got kids, like, and? Um, wow, I my gut said no from jump, actually. And I can't tell you why, Ooh, but I'm gonna say no. Ooh, Fallon. Why are you denying this man's visa? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. This is hard. I mean, actually, I have no good reason to deny him. I really don't. (laughs) But something about those facts in that order, I was like, no. But I have no reason to technically. I have no reason to technically fuck my feelings. I'm going to stick with the paper. There's nothing wrong with this guy coming over. I will. Oh, all right. Here, here's, here's, here's what it is. Why is he coming? And why didn't you tell me? 
<laughs> I'm mad at you. We're in a fight. <laughs> so I didn't tell you what the old lady wanted. I didn't tell you her purpose of travel. I know. Heard it from the facts. I did. Okay, so all right, I my spirit <laughs> is inferring that this person is sus. <laughs> And bad things. Making you think he's sus. What's giving you that? Well, first of all, you articulated an assumption that I already made. It's a man. Oh. I had made assumptions about the other two that they were not men. Oh, I put student and you thought female. Woman, yes. Um, yes, I thought woman, student, or harmless young man who's just going to get a burger and go back home. <laughs> There's something about this 31 business owner that is just like, it's a man. I did not put man. It does not say man on there. I know, but this is my bias showing. My bias slip is showing. Now I'm just going to point out, we've been talking about this for now three minutes. So you went Oh, right. And I only got eight, right? And handed oh. him his refusal or approval already. That's mm. This is more decision time than I would have been allowed to take for this case. So I'm already to say I'm slowing up progress. Shit, I just have too many. I don't feel like I have enough information to make the determination on this one, but I have to. And, oh, I mean, I'm trying to lean into my intuition. My intuition said no, but then I'm fact checking it. And there's no reason for me to not give this person a visa based on the limited shit that I know. So I'm going to say, yeah. (laughs) In the name of anti-bias. Yes, because my values are to not be biased, and I just articulated guilt. Lisa, <laughs> yes, I'm a bleeding liberal. No, but like, yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be an asshole. But again, my gut said no. But based off of what I know about the rule book, then I there's no legitimate reason other than the ick that I'm getting from these seven eight words. Yeah. This is absolutely amazing. You went down the pretty much exact thought process that I would have gone down. Oh, shit. The first question is, what kind of business? Yeah. Uh, The second question is, and this is really the one that would count for me. This is actually the one that would matter. Does your wife have a visa? Right. Well, are you a man? (laughs) Yeah, we're assuming that this is a man. If your spouse has a visa, I'm most likely going to issue that. I'm most likely going to give him the visa. Oh, yeah. But the business owner one is a good one, too, because I used to get a lot of people at the window who worked for MLMs. Those people describe themselves as entrepreneurs. I would say the key question to ask here, because you got to make a quick decision. You got three minutes, two minutes to make this decision. The follow up question that matters the most for me is, does your spouse have a visa? You hit the nail on the head. For what you're thinking through, you're like, why do I want to say no to this? I don't have a real reason. Or why do I want to say yes to this? I don't have a real reason. And you but, can and 15 of him in one day. Oh, man. And make a different decision each time. Ooh. Well, because there's there's something about that intuition thing that can either help you or hurt you here. And that's the part. That's dangerous. Okay. All right. Next. This is the last one. This is the last non-immigrant. The last and then one for non-immigrant visas. Does the last this, non-immigrant. Right. Is, is, this guy, is this person getting the visa? Okay. 25 years old, worker, single, no kids, specific tattoos. I'm calling profiling. What kind of tattoos? 
And why are they specific? Are they say a spider? A spider. So a spider has what significance? Ah, so okay. A large. Mm, okay. So this 25-year-old person, we are not ascribing gender. I'm, yes, I'm not I, doing I that. A worker. What do they do? This is a pretty common thing people will say. I'm a worker. I'm a worker. And in Juarez, there are a lot of factories, maquilladoras. Ah, I see. 25-year-old worker. And I'm hearing that Cardi B song. You a worker. Hey, hey. All right. Single, no kids, specific tattoos. Again, here's the bias. I'll talk y'all through it. So you can sit here in the suck with me. Right. Feels like a dude. Feels like a sketchy dude. That spider tattoo might be hot, dangerous, bad, bad hot. Um, ain't got no kids, ain't got chick, no child. As we would say in New Orleans, ain't got chick, no child. And you trying to come on over here. <sighs> I must say no. Question you've been adjudicating now for one minute. So all right, I'm done. No. No. Oh, it's an automatic no. You're not even digging further. Uh-uh. My spirit don't receive it. No. And I've been letting too many people in. <laughs> and I don't nobody. I don't let the three other three in. I can't, can't let this one in. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. You're aiming for a 25% refusal rate here, ma'am. And what's, is that good? On the Juarez border, the average refusal rate, I believe at the time I left, was about 16%. My refusal, rate have four was, more. my refusal rate was 8%. Mm. Okay, again, bias says, hell no, we won't go. The papers, I mean, oh, have you come before? Is this your first time? Ding, ding, ding. Have you ever been to the United States before? Have you ever been here before? All right, so like, yeah, that's the question. Helen! What? Okay, now I can do it. That is the question. That is absolutely Have you ever been to the United States before? And then inevitably, if they're a sensible person, the answer should give you the information you need to make a decision. But you already got the information. You already know that they didn't came. But now you have evidence to put in your notes that helps you move away from that biased mindset because now you yeah. know for sure. Yeah, but this I'm realizing real time is a constant gut check of the rules, your bias, the rules, your bias, what's your body saying? Mm. What the rules say? Mm. How do I bridge the gap between what I'm feeling, the, the spidey sense, pun intended, and what the papers say? It seems like it's a constant dance between how do I feel and what do I know? How do I feel? What do I know? How do I feel? What, what do I, I know? Prove? And what can I prove? It's the triangle of it all. What do I feel? What do I know? What can I prove? And you have two minutes. Shit. All right. Well, I did that one in one and I would have been wrong. <laughs> you decided real quick on this one. I know. I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. That was a quick one. And those are low stakes. So now we're moving into the high stakes. High stakes, second round. High stakes, second round. I'm going to try to do them fast. Will they get the visa? Or to visa or not to visa? That yes. is the question. That is the question. Immigrant okay. visa, go. All right, boom. Child of American citizens whose parents grew up on the border. Going back into my brain. Child of American citizens whose parents grew up on the border. Did they, okay, okay, American citizens. Yes, the parents grew up on the border. Why is the child there? 
Why is the child there? Why ain't they with y'all? What you doing? Oh, it could be one of those. I mean, okay, this happens a lot. And I have experienced this. I've dated folks from the Caribbean for most of my dating experience. A lot of them spent their youth in their respective islands until they came back. Okay, so that's that's okay. That's normal. It's passing passing muster. Child, child, child. I'm trying to go back through the the order of operations about who get it faster. What was his spouse? first, then kids. Okay. So then I'm leaning towards a yes. How old is this child? How old is the baby? But let's say they are, it's not material, but let's say they're six years old. Okay. Oh, it doesn't matter. All right. Uh, Child American citizens, parents grew up on the border. Who they came with? If they're six, (laughs) who's with the women with them? Huh? You have, so you have six minutes to adjudicate this one. That's the time oh. for immigrant visa. Oh, I can slow down. All right. Well, I'm not about to do take six minutes. Oh, no. I'm leaning towards yes. I'm leaning towards yes. It's a child, so they, uh, I want to know. Mm, okay, no. I've already come up with a good enough, decent enough story for it. Yes. Yes. Final answer. Okay. The first question we want to ask is, are your parents married? Oh, shit. Didn't think about that. Because the question is, okay, if your parents are both American citizens, why are you applying for an immigrant visa? Because but you they theoretically are. could be an American citizen at birth if your parents are both American citizens. So, but I thought they changed that. That's the only reason why I didn't even say that. I thought they changed that. So it depends. Oh. It depends. And this is why I said whose parents grew up on the border. There are certain places on the border. Well, to take a step back, when you are born to two American citizen parents outside of America, you can't, they can transmit citizenship to you, but that transmission is generally based on their physical presence in the United States over a certain period of time. So you can look this up. It's very dense, but the transmission requirements usually require you to have been contiguously in the United States for certain periods of time. And people who grew up on the border often lived in Mexico and went to school in the U.S. Uh, over and over again. So you are an American citizen, but you mm-hmm. never lived contiguously in the United States for more the than durational a- requirement. Yep. Yep. So a lot of those kids who are born to those parents, their parents can't transmit citizenship at birth. Mm-hmm. So they end up having to apply for immigrant visas. That's annoying. It is annoying. But can we let them in? Oh, can he'll we? qualify. He should qualify for the visa if they're both okay. his parents. But we need to we need to make sure he's not already an American citizen at birth. And sometimes okay. people would go to immigration lawyers who give them the wrong information. And then it would turn out that their kid was already an American citizen. So I'd send them over to the American Citizen Services section to just get a passport. Oh, my God. That's, I would want to punch someone <laughs> hard. <laughs> all right the hard one that's a tricky that one i did that one fast how fast did you time me you the right question pretty quickly all right i'm ready all right i'm ready i'm feeling way too confident um fiance visa 30 year age gap mm. applicant don't work mm. extensive medical history all right we got to break this all the way down 30 year age gap so this is the fiance is coming it's the, the window it's 90 Sponsored by the partner. All right. Bias is telling me that this is the the woman is the fiance and there's some old weirdo (laughs) is bringing their child bride over. This is so messed up. What does that say about me? Anyway, this ain't about me. 30 year age gap is sus. It's super sus. Um, But whatever. Applicant doesn't work. So the fiance or the partner. 
The fiance don't work. Cool. Extensive. What do we mean extensive? Are we talking lots of things? And you can see there are multiple extra pages attached because of all the work this person has had done. Work? Cosmetic work? Cosmetic surgery. Oh, this is sus as hell. Like bias is telling me, uh, no, but I don't think that there is any actual reason to deny this person because I don't know. Your face is loud again. You tell me, Valen. Mm, I don't like these. I know. Why am I over here acting like this my shit? It's not. Um, it's weird how quickly you kind of start feeling this sense of entitlement or ownership. Wait, this is my border. I'm protecting it. Um, I mean, immigrant. immigrant. This is immigrant. 30 years. How old? <laughs> this is cracking me up. Honestly, it's so satisfying to see someone else struggle with it in real time. This is so hard. This is simplified. This is a lot less information than you normally have to work. Oh, with. honestly, more information would probably help me. Actually, more information would help me. Sometimes personally. it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Because sometimes mm. you're like, "All right, I'm I'm going," and then it, whoop, you're like, "Oh no!" Yeah. Because part of me, I'm curious, was this were either of them ever married before? Ah, Do they have children together. Do they how have many children? how many applications has this person sponsored? That's the other question that I have. Like, is this a thing that you're doing? Is this like a front for human trafficking, sir? Can I? Uh, do you have an answer? Visa, no visa, foul. And if you deny this one, you have to give clear reasoning as to why you think this is not a legitimate relationship. Um, if this is all I have, and I don't have answers to those other questions, do I, can, can I have answers yeah. to those other questions? Okay. How many applications has this person done before? None. First one. None. First one. And has the, what was the other question you asked? Has the other person been married before? Have either of them ever been married before? Have, have either of them been married before? Your applicant has been married before. She was married for three years and she's been divorced for two. Was that former spouse a citizen? Nope. Hmm. I have no reason to deny. Correct. <laughs> uh, and I'll go a step further. The question that would clinch it for me for this case is who paid for those cosmetic surgery? If it was the petitioner, this is a real relationship. I had actually assumed that the petitioner had paid for it. That's why I went to yes. I didn't say that out loud, but I thought it in loud. Okay. Okay, You bought it. You paid for it. So come on and get it then. Is it not a real relationship? Sounds pretty real to me. Baby. If anybody's paying for my Brazilian butt lift, we go together. Well, or if I'm paying, actually, matter of fact, I need to flip that. If I'm paying for somebody else's booty, we go together. And that's that on that. And the last thing I'll say about this case is I did have age gap cases where the woman was 30 years older than the man. Come on, Miss Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's go. It definitely happens. So don't let uh, TLC lie to you. All right. Number three. How, how long did I take on that one? Did you? You took a minute. I did. I did. I'm just, <laughs> I need to, I need to journal and ponder about this uh, thing I have with men. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, I love them very, very much, but there's, there's some tension there. I'm realizing through this recording. Okay. A parent of, I'm assuming AMSIT means American citizen because I'm a diplomat and I know these things. Yes, you <laughs> Four kids. 
The petitioner makes 20000 a year with four kids. So this is a parent of an American citizen, which is the third quickest <laughs> to get one. Four children of an American citizen, singular? The American citizen has four children. Oh. So this is oh. their parent. And they have four grandchildren. So this is, wait. So you have, this is the grandma. The grandma's the baby. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The grandma's the baby. Heard. Boom. Um, so this is the grandma. So this is grandma's at your window. Yes. Okay. Her child who is petitioning for her has four children. Ah, so I'm assuming that those kids are also American citizens. They're all U.S. citizens. Okay, cool. Because this four kids is fucking me up. I don't know why it's fucking me up. It's fucking me up. It's relevant. You'll see why. Okay. Petitioner makes 20,000 a year with four children. So the petitioner is the kid of the person who they're applying for, which is, I'm assuming, I'm just going to say this, so assuming that's my mom. So I'm here trying to get my mom in. I have four children. I make $20,000 a year. I need the help. <laughs> I need the help. I make it mom, is here. mom is here. Yeah, I'm like, I ain't got no $20,000. Does this person have a partner? The child? Yeah, the no. petitioner. Is the petitioner married or partnered in any? Mm. I'm trying to say yes just off the strength. I'm like, my good sis needs help. Baby, $20,000 with no, with, that is no money with four kids. I need mom or dad. I need parent. I need something. I have, I don't, I, all right. So now I got to go through the denial thing. Why would I deny this person? How old are they? Doesn't, nope, doesn't matter. I'm going to say yes. Yep. Come on, grandma. So the answer actually uh, in the short run is no. You have to deny Why? this. Because. Why? There is an ineligibility called public charge, and it's about making sure that whoever is sponsoring your petition to become an American citizen has enough money to support you because you're not allowed to work while you're out of status. So we have income requirements that your petitioner is required to reach in order for you. And if you can't reach them, we do allow you to find a secondary or a third sponsor. But those guidelines say that for a household of, let's see, five people. Household of five people. Let me guess. You got to be making like 60. You need to be making $43,000 a year. Yeah, but she needs the help. <laughs> See, all right. This was a trick question. She didn't tell me that. I didn't know that. But I, I again, I, you saw me stick on that money for a long time. I was like, that's no fucking money. So I don't know. I didn't realize that they actually cared about that. And that that was a factor. Sorry with your broke ass. No grandma for you. Oh, we'll just find you a sponsor. Let's say your kid will find somebody at their church that'll agree to be your sponsor on paper. And mm. then they'll submit their financial information to show that they make enough money. And then mm. that lady will come back to the window and she will get approved. And that'll be okay, that. I like that better. I don't there's like no reason story. to deny. But this was a kind of case that happened all the time. Yeah. I want, I want what you said to happen. I don't want what I said to happen. <laughs> I like yours better. <laughs> That's, that's, you're welcome. All right, y'all, last one. Be sorry. I gave you the answer to this one and I'm mad about it. What? I didn't look. What? I've been looking, but I have been looking. Okay. Did you change it? Well, good. I did. I had to, because I put the answer on there. Oh, shit. All right. Boom. 30 year old woman, three kids lived in the U.S. for five years and overstayed the visa. Why did you do that, lady? 30 year old woman. 
is the petitioner. No, she's the applicant. She's at the window. Who's with her? Hmm? Who's with her? Does it matter? Oh, she's by herself. Oh, she's by herself. Okay, so she's applying. 30 woman, 30 year old woman, three kids. Where are the kids? Where are the kids? In the United States. Citizens. Kids are U.S. citizens. So, so she's a parent of U.S. citizens who previously had a visa. She previously had a tourist visa. A tourist visa, but that she overstayed it. Do we know why? We do know why. Why? You can't tell me? No, I can't. Telling me is going to give it away. We'll give it away. Okay. But but I knew. Huh? You're asking the right questions, though. Don't know why she overstayed, but she overstayed. I'm trying to remember from, we were talking about, okay, you can overstay, but it matters why. Right? Yes? No, just yes or no to the, you can overstay, but it matters why. There are certain reasons why it's automatic, like, nah. But yeah, that's true. How much money does she have? We just finished talking about money. Oh, but she's not a citizen. She does not have a job. She doesn't got a job? And no one's helping her. Maybe the kids. Do you know how much the kids got? Have? Kids are still children. They're all minors. They're all minors. Who are they with? Other people. I'm going to put you out of your misery with this one because it is, it is, this one is a giveaway, but. I think I want to say yes to her. She is going to get a visa, but that's because this case is a trafficking victim. Oh, see, I was already leaning towards yes anyway, honestly, because I'm just like, well, if we gave her a visa already, like. The thing is, for an immigrant visa, almost always you have to have a qualifying family relationship. And this person doesn't have one. They can't petition for you as their parent until they become adult. I was asking those questions around that, too, because I was just like, wait, but there's nobody there. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. Why? Yeah. Ah. But again, I think even without knowing the why behind it, I still was just like, okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, also, this is a trafficking victim and we do have the youth visa. It's set aside mm-hmm. for these people. So we know why she overstayed. She overstayed because she wasn't able to leave. And, you know, that's why that person was in the U.S. for their unlawful presence. That's also why they don't have a qualifying family relationship. Oh, yeah. Let her in. Hmm. Dang. Giving her the visa. She got it. All right. So out of the eight, I got one wrong. Yeah. Not bad. You did All pretty right. well. I mean, there's not really a wrong or a right answer for the NIV ones for non-immigrant visas. It's fully based on your own discretion. And I didn't really put any up there that, well, the last one is, uh, it really just depends because I didn't give you enough information to know for no, sure. That was not enough. It up, you had a picture in your mind of what this person is like. I did. I did. And that's how quickly, I mean, again, this is literally a study in bias. Like, that's why once I started realizing what was happening, I tried to do my best to talk through it. So people and me can hear exactly how my brain works and how those snap judgments. I only gave two two genders, two cases with a clear gender. I know, but I made a lot of assumptions about who was there. And what's legitimate and what's not legitimate. Oh, again, what, what do I feel? What do I know? What can I prove? Like to me, I would have hoped that quick, if I was doing this job, I would have hoped I would have had faith in me and my values to quickly get to the, all right, this is the three, this is the three prong test I need to run my shit through. And then I would have just applied that framework to everything. Now imagine there's a magical way to know in real time, whether or not you are being bullshitted or not. Ooh, yeah, I'll take that for 500 Alexis. 
I mean, that's what that experience was like. You go through that whole process of here's my snap judgment. Okay, wait, let me think again. Okay, let me get more information. All right, here's my considered decision. And then you have the, let's say, backup check system to have a look. And not always, but usually it'll give you an indicator of whether or not you were correct or not Mm. in real time. And you find this out before you share your decision with the person? Sometimes, sometimes after, depending on how slow the system's working. Yep. That's wild. How did you do with the game? Were there applicants that you had an immediate reaction to? What kind of information did you fill in mentally to cover the gaps so you could make a decision? How did it feel to have to say yes when you wanted to say no or the reverse? If you enjoyed that experience, you should really think about applying to the Foreign Service because they need consular officers now more than ever. Join me next episode as I talk through some of the cases that I still can't forget. If you would like to support the show, you can do that on Patreon, or you can buy hats, mugs, t-shirts, and TeePublic. If you are a current or former diplomat that would like to tell your story, you can email me at offdutydiplomat at gmail.com. Off-Duty Diplomat is an oral memoir of my career in the Foreign Service. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love a review. Thanks for listening.